Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program is called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. It's good to be with you. We've talked about this week, all the statement made by David in Psalm chapter 90. David said, from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. What a statement. I mean, I'm hooked to a God that's from everlasting to everlasting. That just separates him from all other gods. God lives forever. His works are forever. His attributes are forever. I have a forever God. All that just separates him from all the gods of the heathen and all the gods of the false denominations, you know. I'm glad I know the true and living God, and he's from everlasting to everlasting. For that being true, he has everlasting attributes, so he shows them to be everlasting love. He gives me everlasting love, not a love that I'll have today and I could lose it tomorrow. I'm glad God's love for me and to me is not based on me, whether I love him in return or not. Now, I should, should I not? But God's love is everlasting. Not only is his love everlasting, we saw yesterday that his consolation is everlasting. I can always trust that God because of my situation here upon the face of this earth. I'm stuck in a vile body. God's going to fashion it like unto his glorious body. I understand that in the future, but I live here in the nasty now and now. God brings consolation and comfort to me. And his comfort is everlasting because it comes from an everlasting book, the Bible. We think about God's word. John chapter 6. Oh, years ago, this is what he gave me this everlasting God. From everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. John chapter 6, verse 47. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting, what? Everlasting, say it, brother Mon, hath everlasting life. I am possessed of everlasting life. Now, let me have you to understand, this is not just prolonged existence. Now, people have had that upon the face of the earth. Do you know and remember the oldest man that lived? The book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 5, you'll see him there. His name is Methuselah, 969 years. Just think, uh, if you were to take that off of the day and age we live right now, that'd be back a little after 1000 A.D. Wow, almost a thousand years, you know. I'm not talking about... And Jesus is not talking about prolonged life here on this earth. As far as Methuselah is concerned, just think about it. As far as his prolonged life, he, ne he must have never said one word that was worth putting in the Bible because it's not one word, not one of his words in the Bible. And yet he lived 969 years. So we think about everlasting life. I'm not talking about life on this planet. I'm talking about life in eternity, a life with a God that's from everlasting to everlasting. Now, mankind has always sought that. He said, what are you talking about? Everlasting life. One of the sailors who sailed with Christopher Columbus on his second voyage to the New World was a man named Juan Ponce de Leon. This voyage changed his life. What he did, uh, soon thereafter, became governor of Puerto Rico. And from there on, he heard many stories about some magical water source called the Fountain of Youth, and he searched for this all his life. Some fountain, some area that he could get into, and he could take and either take in a special water that would give him life. 
He looked for this special fountain of youth. Did he find it? The answer is no. Many a movie is patterned after this thought. We think about the, what a, the search for the Holy Grail, you know, the cup that Jesus had there at the Last Supper. And if you could just drink from that, because they say Joseph of Arimathea was supposed to have taken that and, and uh, under the cross caught some of the blood that drained from our Savior's body. If you could just drink that blood and they go back to John chapter 6 and confuse Scripture there, you could have eternal life. That's not where it's at. Jesus said so clearly, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. There was a time that all of my heart was centered toward the direction of Christ and what he did for me there at Calvary. He died for this old sinner, a substitutionary death, and I believed he died for my sins and he became my savior. Now I'm possessed of everlasting life from a God that is from everlasting to everlasting I have everlasting life, everlasting love, everlasting consolation from this everlasting God. Until tomorrow, Fisher Mund saying goodbye.